If you don't value your time, neither will others. Stop giving away your time and your talents. Value what you know and start charging for it. Kim Garst. Welcome to the Smart Money Mama Show, where moms get real about money to help you find your financial confidence and live your best life. Now let's talk money, mamas. Hey there, mamas. I'm your host, Chelsea Brennan. And today we're talking about shifting your mindset so you can earn more money, find financial security and do work you love. Over time, we will have lots of episodes here on the Smart Money Mama Show on specific ways to ask for a raise, start a side hustle, grow your business, you name it. But until we handle the mindset that has you locked in a place of under-earning, you'll be able to hustle and run yourself ragged, working your butt off, and those extra hours will earn you more. To a point. Then, you'll have to do the mindset work that allows you to earn more per hour of hustle. The work that lets you value your skills and yourself enough to demand more. So we might as well start there. As a reminder, if you want to access any of the resources mentioned in this episode, see a summary of what I covered or download your free Healthy Money Mantras worksheets, go to smartmoneymamas.com forward slash nine. I'll have everything you need right there. Ready, mama? Let's get you that money. The first mindset shift you have to make is to start the work of improving your self-worth. We need to earn money to survive and thrive, and that means placing a monetary value on our skills and time. As Barry Tesler says, value is paradoxical, subjective, and is so much deeper than confidence or even trust. This is about your fundamental self-worth as a human being. Finding and claiming your sense of value is a lifelong process. Our ability to negotiate a raise, charge appropriate prices for our products and services, and simply set boundaries to all the extra work we're willing to take on without pay are simply reflections of our deeper sense of our own value. If you want to earn more, start inside. Where does imposter syndrome come up for you? What do you believe your zone of genius is, your thing you can do better than almost anyone else? Do you even believe you have a zone of genius? You do have one, by the way. This work is by no means easy. It means practicing not comparing yourself to others, working to define and trust in the person you are and the skills you have instead of seeking an external validation, and forgiving your own mistakes. It won't happen overnight, but until you value yourself, no one else will, and those salary negotiations and sales pitches will continue to be really, really hard. Second, be willing to be uncomfortable, like really uncomfortable. Barbara Stanny, an author of many books on financial success for women, once said, the number one prerequisite to making more money is the willingness to be uncomfortable. Can I tell you a little story? When I was an intern at Goldman Sachs, the end of summer project that helped determine whether or not you got hired full time was preparing and giving a stock pitch to your department. I spent weeks learning the company I was pitching inside and out, except for one little thing. I was terrified, crawling out of my skin, scared of speaking in public. Right before my presentation, the HR rep who was coordinating the presentations asked me if I was okay. I had rashes on my neck and up my face. My heart was racing and I felt like I couldn't breathe. Honestly, I can't remember 95% of that presentation. I think I blacked out. But I didn't back out and I got the job. Getting to where I am now, talking to you on a podcast and loving live video, it was a journey and not always a fun one. When I switched firms a few years later in my career and became a VP, I was assigned a speaking coach. And honestly, I was kind of afraid to even meet with her. The first time I was on stage, my legs felt like jelly. 
My first podcast appearance on the Stacking Benjamin show, I had to sit in my office and do breathing exercises for 20 minutes before I got the call because my legs were shaking. And last year's Mama's Talk Money Summit, I cried every day for two weeks before the launch. Now, I'm probably a little extreme. I grew up hearing my mom constantly telling my brother and I that life begins at the end of your comfort zone. So I throw myself out of mine with vigor on the regular. But stepping outside your comfort zone is truly the only way to grow. We're always going to be scared of trying new things. Those imposter syndrome voices are always going to try to whisper in our ears that we're not ready or we're not good enough. But don't give up on amazing opportunities because you're unwilling to be uncomfortable for five minutes. Plus, facing an obstacle that seems impossible and terrifying and coming out the other side alive and okay... That's one strong way to build your self-worth, like we were talking about in step one. Our third mindset shift is questioning your anchors. We crazy human beings have a tendency to base our decisions on just one piece of data, usually the first one we come across. Or, if our self-worth is still a work in progress, the most negative piece of data. For instance, believing there is no way to make money as a freelance writer because of your friend who tried it and could never find any clients. Sure, on an intellectual level, you know that there are many people in the United States and around the world that make great money freelance writing. But you're scared and uncertain, so it's easier to point to your friend and say, it's impossible, than it is to take the time to analyze what makes some people more successful than others and take the chance to try. If you want to start a side hustle or a business, don't base your rates or your ability to find customers on only one anchor point of data. Dive in and ask questions. Discover the range of rates charged for services like yours. Try to compare your skills and resume to others in the field like you were a third party. And charge market rates. You're worth it. But anchoring isn't just a problem for entrepreneurs and side hustlers. It's a major problem for anyone who is currently under-earning in their career. When it comes to work, anchoring is only thinking about your potential future earnings in relation to what you make today. If you're making $50,000 a year, an offer from your company of a raise to fifty-five sounds great, right? Well, maybe, but not if other people in your field with your skills and experience are making $75,000 a year. Your past salary shouldn't anchor your earnings. The quality of your work and the value that work commands in the market should be your benchmark. This anchor towards the past is why people who change companies every few years tend to make more than those who don't. We would think that companies value loyalty, but it's hard to get out from under a ten, twenty, or thirty thousand dollar under earning margin, even if you ask for a raise, when your company only gives two percent to three percent pay bumps every year. So every year or two, give yourself an hour to research potential other job opportunities in your space and familiarize yourself with the market rate for your job. If you've been at a company for a while but aren't planning to move, make sure you're having honest conversations about salary with new employees at your level. Your employer likely had to match market rates, or slightly more, to bring in a quality lateral hire, and knowing where your pay stands versus others can help you negotiate a raise in the future, if one is called for. Yeah, I know these conversations with your coworkers seem super uncomfortable, but staying silent only serves your employer, not you. Talking about salary is how we ensure we're getting paid appropriately. Not to mention, these discussions unearth gender and racial biases in pay and close those gaps. So if you're feeling uncomfortable about the topic, remember that having these conversations doesn't just help you, it helps the other women and minorities in your office. 
Our brains like reference points. We find comfort in anchors. But whether you're an entrepreneur or an employee, make sure your anchors are serving you instead of holding you down. All right, I've got two more mindset shifts for you. But before we move into the next one, I want to take a moment to thank our awesome sponsors that helped me make the Smart Money Mama show possible. Today's podcast is brought to you by Debt.com. If you're feeling overwhelmed by monthly payments or balances, but don't know who to turn to, Debt.com can match you with a trustworthy debt solution provider to help you create a solid debt freedom plan. You can learn more by visiting smartmoneymamas.com backslash debt or by calling their free support line at 844-462-8280. Debt.com for when life happens. All right, Mama, are you ready for the next mindset shift? Because let me warn you, I'm going to get a little fired up about this one. Our fourth mindset shift is to honor your time and your skills. As young women, we're taught to be helpful. We have this inclination to lend a hand, be seen as generous and caring. I feel that all the time. You guys see it with Smart Money Mamas. I want to give everything to you for free or as cheaply as possible because I truly just want to help. But this is a business and it has to feed my family. And that's where the problem lies. When we believe our number one priority is to be helpful, we fail to stand up for our own value, not just when we're trying to be generous, but in every area of our lives, especially in how much we earn. So here's the message. Stop filling out surveys for pennies, trolling for mechanical Turk tasks, regularly working for exposure, i.e. no pay, and generally doing any work that insults the value of your time and skills. I'm going to rant for a second. Is that okay? Online survey sites piss me off, like a lot. The people that fill out those surveys are overwhelmingly young, low to middle income women, many of them moms. And that work, no matter how simple it is, pays basically nothing. You're earning a dollar or two an hour, five dollars when you're lucky. It's not worth it. Your time and skills are way more valuable than that. Now, I know some of you are thinking, well, I can do it while I'm watching TV, or I have no other options, and at least I can cash out my points for gift cards to use around the holidays. You guys have actually said this to me in the past. But here are my responses to these limiting beliefs. One, mama, you're busy. You're probably tired. You likely have very little time to yourself. If you've got an hour to watch TV, watch TV or read a book. Heck, take a nap. Valuing yourself and taking some time to recharge is worth more than selling your data and your time working for basically no pay. Part of the hustle culture that is damaging is this belief that any downtime not spent making money or checking items off our to-do list is wasted. But rest is incredibly important for our health, happiness, and for the brain power that will help us earn more in the future. Second, if you do need the money, survey sites and similar somewhat scammy services aren't your only options. If you're doing those things, you have a computer and access to the internet. And I'm willing to bet you have a skill that someone values a lot more than $3 an hour. And if you don't, there are plenty of free resources online to help you build a skill. When I was preparing for this episode, I was talking to Lauren, who's my right hand at Smart Money Mamas, you guys will get to know her, about building skills. She shared with me that when she and her boyfriend were broke and really struggling, she decided she wanted to try to make money as a virtual assistant. They didn't have any money for an expensive course for her to take, but she went to every site on being a virtual assistant and read their blog posts. 
Many of them she printed out and made into a book. She listened to podcasts, watched YouTube videos, and used the how-to guides for different software platforms to get comfortable using them. It wasn't perfect. If she had more resources, a course might have taught her faster. But the information was out there. She could find it for free. And she was able to use what she taught herself to start landing clients, jobs that started at 10 to $15 an hour and grew from there. If a side hustle or a quote-unquote job pays you less than federal minimum wage, which is already crazy low, don't accept that that is your only option. Say no to an acquaintance asking you to work for free for exposure, whatever that means. I know there's privilege in saying that, but I want you to know that there are options out there and that for every hour you commit to doing a job that underpays you, you lose that hour of family or self-care time an hour you could have used to build a skill that could earn you more or advance your career, an hour doing client outreach or applying for higher paying jobs. It can be scary to turn away money and put yourself out there. It's true. Yet you won't get rich hustling for pennies. And saying no more often gives you the freedom to say yes when you find the right opportunity. Finally, our last mindset shift is adopting a beginner's mindset. A beginner's mindset is actually a concept from Zen Buddhism, also known as Soshin, and it means having an attitude of openness, eagerness, and a lack of preconceptions when studying a topic, just like a beginner would. When we've been doing something for a long time, we build routines, and sometimes we don't even remember why we do something the way we do it. It's just the way we do it. With practice, you can look at your whole life with a beginner's mindset. You'll be able to question yourself about the abilities you use and don't use, the abilities you don't even think you have. You can ask why. With a beginner's mindset, you can look at the world around you, the people who earn more money, who do jobs or run businesses you dream of doing, and ask yourself what makes them different, what makes them successful. Were they born with those skills or did they have to work for them? Could you find creative ways to build those skills too? Consider the promotion you want. How do you think that job is different from the job you have now? How could it be done better, or what could you do to better prepare yourself for the role? Ask a person more senior to you out for coffee and ask them what surprised them about the job when they got to that level. Find out the advice they have for you. Your skills and your potential aren't fixed. We're all learning and growing every day. Goodness knows that if you had told me 10 years ago that I'd be running a business that required me to be on video and audio on a regular basis, I would have doubled over laughing and probably broken out in hives. Now, it's my favorite part of the job. Being willing to put ego aside and try new things and consider new routines, even if you stumble along the way, will give you the opportunity to earn more money, get that promotion, or land your first big client. Because instead of sitting on the sidelines, beginners begin. Mama, what earning more looks like is different for everyone. Maybe you want to start a business that grows to $50 million a year. Maybe you just want to earn enough on the side to pay for a vacation. But earning more, no matter your definition, requires you to value yourself, honor your skills, and be willing to get a little uncomfortable. Reaching your earnings goals likely won't happen overnight. Sorry. But you'll be surprised to see the opportunities you notice when you shift out of your fixed mindset and embrace the potential for growth. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I hope you're ready to go out and get your money. I'm cheering you on. I want to thank our sponsor, Debt.com, for helping me make this episode possible. 
You can view the full show notes of this episode at smartmoneymamas.com forward slash nine, where you can also download your free copy of our Healthy Money Mantras worksheets to kickstart your new growth mindset. Keep talking money, mama. I'll see you next time. We'll be right back. 